Hello everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour here. I am Catherine. I'm surrounded by my fellow podcast members. I got Matt. Hello. Scott. Hi. Rob. Hello. Holly. Hello. Um, we've got an exciting episode for you. The five of us just got back from Walt Disney World last week, and so we have a lot of updates and you know, Scott's first time back in Almost two years. Ah. Um, so we got a lot to say. We're going to tell you all about it. We got a lot to say to you Got a people. lot of problems with you people. Um, but first, we're going to do topping it off. So actually, Scott, you are topping it off where we talk about a Disney drink. I'm sure you've got maybe something oh, new for us. I have many did new you, options. Did you catalog a lot? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. I, I have a year's worth for, for myself to go off of Good. here. But Good. The first one I'm going to go with is one that is, I think absolutely in my wheelhouse and this is the uh, Arendelle aqua lemonade <laughs> from over there at uh, I believe it's Block and Hans, Block and Hans yeah. yeah the little, little kiosk and uh, this is a beverage that has frozen lemonade with uh, Monin cotton candy which I think just the flavor and Old Smoky Blackberry Moonshine I think that's why it's located at Block and Hans and not say Norway, Norway where it would make more sense but um, large size, full full size glass, thirteen dollars. Uh, but it paired very well with the uh, lobster roll. In and I'm sure everyone, uh, well, not everyone may know, but Block and Hans is at the America Pavilion at Epcot. You didn't Correct. specifically say, but just for our listeners, is this like a slushy? It is. Okay. It, it's more of a slushy consistency okay. than yeah. than a lemonade. I have had this myself. It's very, very, very good. Terrible. It's delicious. It's loved it. Sweet. It's it is sweet. Very yeah, sweet. it's sweet. But good for, you know, always good to have a slushy at Epcot. It photographs well. It's bright. <laughs> it's bright blue. Aqua. Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Hence nice. the aqua lemonade. But, well, uh, yummy. That's been there for a long time. I think that that was supposed to be a limited thing. And I remember that's been there for almost two years. Because when we went down for that trip in August and we watched the Guardians of the Galaxy show... I believe I had one that day. You did. And, and that was about two years ago yeah. at this point, almost exactly. It would be really cool to put this next to the um, Violet Sake, sake from yeah. uh, Japan. The, we should do like most colorful <laughs> drink uh, list if you want. Yeah, like, a, the, like do like a Roy G. Biv. Because then you could do uh, the O could be the Grand Marnier or oh, slash yeah. that's a bright O. So, yeah, just coming out, just spitballing, guys, just spitballing. Future, for the future. Yes, yes. So, all right, well, good one. Good one, Scott. So, uh, Rob, what do we have as far as news goes? All right, so uh, we talked about this last app, and we have some new details. Uh, we talked about the extended evening hours for Walt Disney Resort Deluxe Resort guests. Uh, so, we weren't sure, we weren't sure dates. It was, you know how often, how long. Um, so we got the first four nights. It's October 4th and 6th and October 11th and 13th. So the 4th is Epcot and the 11th is Epcot. Those are both Mondays. And then the two Wednesdays, the 6th and 13th, at their Magic Kingdom and they're two hours each. So Epcot will be extended from 10 to midnight and Magic Kingdom from 9 to 11. Wonderful get kiosks. Great question. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It doesn't say what will be available, um, any of that. So that's Jazz. only if you're staying at a deluxe resort. That is correct. Along with Swan Dolphin, hmm. Swan Reserve, Shades of Green, um, and obviously the all the DVC villas 
fall into that category. Right? I didn't know it was Swan and Dolphin. I'm glad. Yeah, they they just announced that uh, recently, within the last few days, that those are included. That's nice because yeah. Swan and Dolphin are are deluxe resorts at moderate prices. That's exactly how I always bill it. <laughs> yep, for sure. That is. That Don't tell Disney. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear more about that as the time comes. And the, the, right, the interesting thing will be any of the kiosks, or is this just going to be attractions? Rides, yeah. Which I feel like in the past, when they did the traditional extra magic, it was, it was mostly, if not just, um, rides. Yeah, which kind of takes the the allure out of it, at least for Epcot. I don't know though. If you if you focused on doing food and wine during the day, and then we're like, well, the two hours at the end of the night, we yeah. can get on whatever we want, and there uh, won't be long waits. I mean, that'd be that'd be cool. I mean, I agree with you. It'd be better if it was kiosk, but you could make it work. Yeah, sure. Just rearrange your day knowing that. So we got some announcements on some uh, additional um, restaurants opening. So f- we have four four more. Uh, opening, we have Yachtsman Steakhouse, which yes. will reopen on August fifth. Talejo at Coronado Springs, August August fifth. Um, Columbia Harbor House, August fifth. I guess are all these August. Oh, and Pizza Pizza Fari at Thank Animal God. Kingdom. <laughs> Some uh, real August, heavy hitters. Uh, tomorrow, August second. Mm, okay. So, so what's left? Flying fish. Flying fish. Mm-hmm. Nine dragons. Nine dragons. Is your pause? Is Germany open? Yes. Germany beer Garden is, yeah, is beer open. open. Interesting. Is uh, Tudo Gusto? Yes. That's open. They are both. But open. the wine cellar isn't. The wine cellar is not open. Correct. Mm. Yes. the The restaurant and Via Napoli, both of those sit downs in Italy are, but the wine cellar. So Tudo Gusto is not because Tudo Gusto is the wine cellar. There's Tudo Gusto, or what is it? Tudo Italia is the restaurant. Tudo Italia. Tudo, Tudo Gusto is, is the wine, wine cellar. Yes. Correct. Correct. Yeah, Flying Fish is the one that comes to mind. Boat rights? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, those hotels aren't quite open yet. Right, right. So, okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any, like, deluxe. M- most of the deluxe, right? We have Citrica's now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't... I think that's about it. Oh, Hana was a big one that, yeah. when that opened, and everything else on the Polly's open. Oh, well, they're doing, like, the wave is under construction. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's, yeah that's... Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's, I think that's it. Because all yeah. of the sit-downs in, like, Hollywood Studio... Sci-Fi is open, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, it's just never I was just going to ask you if, about Sci-Fi. Yeah. Because we were there, I was like, I don't... Yeah, you it's open. never, ever... Ever see reservations for that <laughs> pop up? It's and a, believe it's a me, hot reservation. It is a hot reservation. That must be tough if they can't seat every car and like you're thinking you're close in those cars. Like, because if you're a party of two, you could be sitting with another party of two right behind you and they can't be seating people that close. I think they're still semi distancing mm. their restaurants, but you're seeing them open more now. I know, like, the day that they opened Oga's, it was just like a flood. Like you saw every 15 minutes was available for more space. (laughs) And they did the same with Be Our Guest. I'm like a constant reservation stalker. And they just did it with 50s Prime Time too. So they must be just opening more tables. And those are the three restaurants or bars that I've seen like pop up. So Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, and again, I think it's a, uh, it, we'll probably get this to this in, a, in a, our main topic of just staffing issues mm -hmm. down there as far as why the rest of because the, there's certainly the demand. Yes. Um, so speaking of, I guess, distancing and things of that nature, uh, we're back to wearing masks indoors at Disney World. So following the guidance that the CDC published on July 27th, um, it, this went into effect Friday, July 30th at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland in California, the return of masks for all indoor locations. So, um, I don't think that's surprising. Not at all. Yeah. Not it's, all. it's a little surprising to me because it's not supported by the science of people who are vaccinated. The, the number of people, the percentage chance that you have of getting a breakthrough infection if you're vaccinated. I, I thought we would see vaccination passports before we saw a, remask. a remasking. And I'm a little disappointed about that. I don't disagree with you on that. Mm -hmm. Of the, It gets to the point of, right, the, the original word from Disney was you could go maskless if you're vaccinated. Mm -hmm. so Based on what we saw, yeah, right. everyone, I, I mean, everyone what, was maskless. <laughs> what was the percentage of people wearing masks? Five percent. Yeah, yeah, very, very. Low. Five out of a hundred people you yeah. saw had a mask on. Yeah. So there's hundreds and thousands of people walking around there that are not vaccinated. Not to mention the kids. Take the kids out of this. Yeah. I mean that's a, that's a parent decision, but the adults not wearing masks. We know they're not. There's tons not vaccinated just by the sheer numbers, right? Yeah. So I, I get to your. I mean, D Disneyland Paris is going to start requiring either a passport or a test. Does that become the norm? I wish it would. I wish it would, too. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, I agree with you, Rob. I, you, look, you take a look around Disney, and even if you factor in that, okay, maybe people who are traveling right now are the ones who are vaccinated. You're more likely to travel if you're vaccinated. Taking that out entirely, you'd still expect to see 30% mm -hmm. of people who are not vaccinated wearing masks, and I just don't think people were giving it any mind. Like, it just wasn't... Correct. Right. And, I mean, Florida just broke their record for yeah. most cases in one day. But I agree with Holly, too. I think there were a lot of places, and this is what's funny to me about, you know, talking about, like, sci-fi, where they're not seating people certain areas. I mean, it's shoulder to shoulder in many places in the parks right now. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm thinking we'll probably touch on it at Tamboo Lounge. That was insane. The oh, amount of people oh, yeah. packed oh, into yeah, that yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. Just insane. And right after that, I went to <laughs> sit in fireworks and I was, it was pre COVID. I mean, I was in I was a gonna crowd. Say, like, like, I mean, I was in a crowd sitting on yeah. your shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Oh, That's yes. how it was. Albert and I got on uh, Rock and Roller Coaster and they had that queue just. just Packed like packed, sardines. Yep, packed yeah. shoulder to shoulder, right? Yeah, they're seating every seat now in theaters and stuff, like like we did Muppet mm -hmm. Vision, and that was like, go to the end of the row, and we haven't heard that in a long time. There were a couple situations where I was like, mm, I'll put my mask on. Yeah. Like, even though I'm, I am fully vaccinated, I'm yeah. just like... I mean, it's mm -hmm. always your prerogative to do I mean, that. Yeah, right. I think, yeah. You know, that if you feel like that's you know, needed in a certain situation. But I did see, there were quite a few areas where it was like, oh boy, they just... There's some sketchy. <laughs> shir yeah. Shirked off the uh, the distancing entirely. Yeah. Well, that was a great topic. Um, it's, 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 
<laughs> and so lastly, we have, uh, and this one is probably not a, any better for some people. Uh, so Disney is relocating quite a few positions and jobs to the Orlando area. So they are developing a regional campus in Central Florida, specifically Lake Nona area, um, for Disney Parks experiences and products and a set, um, Walt Disney Imagineering, which is just kind of crazy uh, when you consider the tradition they have in Southern California. So, I, I don't, this article doesn't mention the jobs. Oh, more than 2,000 cast Imagineers and employees, uh, and this will take place over the next 18 months. This has been in place before COVID or anything. They, they, the planning stages for this were, were back in 2019. So, I have a little bit of inside information on this, just from a personal connection that we all have. Uh, we're friends with someone who's a cast member, um, and he was saying that if you are an Imagineer, or if you're an employee or a cast member out in California, and your job involves Disney World in any capacity, there that's what their justification is. So if you're out in California and you are just doing like animation for the movies like you're staying you're yeah. staying out there because you aren't doing any business in florida but like if you're like designing like i don't know like rides or attractions and you're doing some for disneyland and you're doing some for disney world they're using that justification that you're working on disney world to move you to to florida and it's very like people are really upset about this like people who have lived in california their entire lives sure. and it's just like oh now you must live in florida or you don't have a job and is this just because infrastructure costs and cost of living is less? I think it's a less? tax implication is what I read. I, yes. I, I think Disney uh, doesn't have the greatest relationship with California at the moment. And uh, yeah, I think it's a huge tax. I mean, we see tons of companies moving. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, Disney's not alone in this. I mean, right. Toyota's moved out of there. SpaceX has moved out of there. It's, you know lots of bigger companies uh nissan yeah. too um they've had like distribution places move um yeah but i get that point right you, yeah. you want now you look back on it like is this why joe roadie left mm-hmm. you know did he want i'm sure he knew about it well in advance of you know well he right. probably saw the writing on the wall That's, yeah, yeah exactly right. yep. yeah but it's time and to he go. seems like a California guy. Yeah. I mean, his family's yep. there. You know? uh, the thing that's so. strange about it right now is that it's it's the opposite direction that a lot of companies are going as far as giving their employees the flexibility to work from wherever. Right. They're they're actually not only just saying you have to be in the office, you've got to be in the office across the country. Yeah, I I don't know. It, it's, Imagineering specifically, it seems very collaborative of the things you, at least yeah. the things you see. Yeah, it, it, yeah right? the, adver- the advertising of it all is it was a collaborative, you know, like even right. like old school historical collaborations right. that you see. And I guess I don't know how many people this is actually affecting. But... It, it says two thousand. I don't know what the breakdown of that two thousand is. Mm. You know, and I, I don't know the size of Imagineering. I'm, yeah, it's it, pretty big. I mean, I think it's pretty big. Right. They're keeping, uh, like, they're keeping the historical, is it Flower Street in Burbank? Like, Correct. Like, so we drove some, by it. Yes, we didn't realize yeah. we drove by it, yeah, but we but drove it by was, it. Yeah, there's, like, that complex back there, which is, like, famous for having been in Imagineering forever. Um, so, 
Yeah, it's definitely that, that's definitely gonna. I hope they don't lose talent. I over know it. That's, that's, a, that's what you're worried about. And that you have somebody who's been with the company for 20 years. They don't want to go to Florida. They say, "All right, I'm gonna throw in the towel." Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. I mean, it's possible for sure. All um, right. That's it. That's for right. Did, wanna... did you did you want to bring up the news story, Matt? Yeah, there, I I think this is bigger than a, a last call, and that's the Scarlett Johansson is suing the Walt Disney Company, and this is this was big news this week, and the the gist of it is um, that Black Widow the film was originally scheduled for a box office only release. And Disney decided to release it on streaming and box office the same day. Uh, Scarlett Johansson sues on the basis that I guess her salary was based in large part to the box office numbers. And I think in the contract, she cites that um, it was scheduled for a box office only release. And I think she tried to renegotiate that and Disney kind of balked on it. And she sued them. And I think that... I'm going to come out and say it. I think that she's completely justified. I think that this is important that... Um, you know, since we're kind of in new territory... And, and the pandemic kind of restructured business models to streaming... I think that people need to get paid in, you know, in light of these new business models. How do you guys feel about it? I agree with that. I, I yeah. think, you know, the, the Disney response to this, which was basically trying to say that she was, you know, treating this pandemic callously and yada, 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 I think is kind of empty in that she negotiated a contract that had payment based on ticket sales and they changed the, the score so that there were fewer ticket sales and that it benefited the streaming side of the company and essentially cut her out of it, which I think is unfair, regardless of the pandemic being there. Right. So it lines the pockets of studio executives more so, and then it's and then the artist suffers. And to say suffers is obviously like <laughs> I understand it, and a lot of people are going to be like, "Well, you know, she's already rich. She's a movie star. What does what money? You know, how much more money does she need?" But then you can make the same argument for the studio executives. You know, like why did they need more than the artists? I mean, it has to be fair and a contract's a contract so yeah i agree with scott when they changed the release methodology they should have came to the table and renegotiated the contract on both both parts right um i listened to a podcast not about this specific case but that we're going to see this more and more that typically actors are taking the back end right so percentage of box as opposed to an upfront right that's how it's always been I don't know about well, that's always, like the, but that's the old school, like, I mean, since, like, big box office numbers like the 90s and stuff. Right, like. so you're going to see, this isn't COVID, I don't think, specific, but you're going to see a change in how contracts are written because you're going to see more and more things, whether it's HBO Max, Disney+, Plus, Netflix, all those things, right? It, it changes the model, so, you know, this was that first case where... The contract was prior to how they changed uh, how they're going to release it. So, well, and I think I, I'm, the way that this is going to affect these contracts moving forward is significant because 
I mean, obviously, no actor is going to work for Disney unless they have a contract that specifies some way that they will capitalize on streaming at this point going forward. So they're going to be in a position where they, I mean, to a certain extent, if you want to have top acting talent come and perform for your company, you've got to figure out how to compensate them fairly. Otherwise, you're going to lose out to Universal or... And it makes me wonder how Sony Universal did it when they decided, oh, our entire slate is going to be on HBO Max. Like, I wonder what they did. Because, like you said, this is like the first big case of this kind. I'm surprised that it took this long in light of this kind of like seismic shift in the industry. So, like, what did they do differently that artists were... Or did they not do anything really differently and Scarlett Johansson is just the first person to, like, step up and not be afraid to be, like ostracized well i think she benefits a little bit from notoriety in that she has the the platform to say i'm suing for this and not get blackballed by studios because she's scarlett johansson and she's gonna get work yeah even if disney's not the one to give it to her which you know would be disappointing but I think I, LeBron got his space jam when he guys don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I think it's the other, I don't think Disney has to lure people to be in their movies. I think it's the other, they have to turn people away. Well, maybe so. I I think this is just a lesson that like they're going to have to change their business practice now. Sure. I mean, it, if this was the this was the rubber meeting the road. I'm here. actually reading uh, Kevin Feige was reportedly angry with Disney because he said when they he he lobbied against them releasing it. On, he wanted box office exclusive, Holy. and then he basically said the movie started tanking. And then he wanted Disney to make it right with Scarlett's team uh, when they started threatening litigation. And Disney didn't come to the table or do anything to make is, it right. Isn't it so weird? Like, how would you feel if you were? <laughs> Let's put our our uh, our feet in Jamie Foxx's shoes right now for Soul. As I often do. <laughs> because they did not make Soul. Uh, Soul was too early to be a theatrical re- release because theaters weren't open, and they did not make it a premiere release. So, like, right. how did Jamie Foxx mm. get his money for that? Or, yeah. or it was just, just a streaming contract that he didn't have to worry about the hybrid of the theater. But... I would be mad if I were one of these actors like Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, of course, like, you know, this was at the beginning of the pandemic when they were in Onward, but they weren't charging more for Onward either. Well, because that was fully planned to be a theatrical release. That was not originally slated for Disney Plus, and then they kind of just shifted it. Exactly. So Yeah, that's that's why I think it's so surprising that it's taken this long to have a case like this. Yeah. Or whether they've settled with other actors like in some right. way. We just haven't, we just heard, haven't about heard about it. it. I mean, I, I think that would be the goal. Now, my guess is that Scarlett Johansson was asking for a bit more just because of what the expected revenue would have been from a Black Widow full theatrical release. I mean, I heard numbers of about like $50 million that she potentially missed out on. So maybe this was enough that they couldn't come to an agreement of some sort. And what's funny is... This is all I've heard about Black Widow. I haven't heard a single oh, thing I've, I've about the actual things. movie. I've heard it's like a female Bond. Like it's oh, really? a very like it's like an espionage. I heard Florence Pugh is great in it. 
I heard Hopper from Stranger Things does a great weird Russian accent. <laughs> That's like all I know about this movie. Cool. The worldwide box office came in at three fifty, and they were expecting seven hundred. Hmm. Yeah. So I mean, so that's half of what she would have gotten, right? Uh, and I, I'm sure that much of that has to do with streaming views. Maybe not all, but oh my god, that bird! <laughs> <laughs> he agrees. <laughs> Oh my. All right. So do you want to get to our main topic where we are going to be reviewing our recent trip? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah guys. Yeah. Uh, so Scott, I'm going to let you lead us off since it's sure. been such a dry spell for you getting down there. Oh my God. And- There's like a pterodactyl outside of our... Uh, we have the windows open because it's, it's like a nice, cool, breezy day. We also have a uh, rooster up the road, so that might start crowing oh soon, boy. too. So you're really in the wild farm. There is a rooster yeah. in our neighborhood that crows from, like... This is what the people want on the podcast, to this hear is, about our neighborhood rooster. It's important. It's important to what's going on. Okay. It crows from, anyway. like, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. <laughs> it don't stop. Wow. Um, so... So Scott, if you want to kick us off, yeah, and I'll like kick us kind off. of uh, well, frame this I wanna, whole There's trip a couple for us. thoughts that I want to get off, get out of the way first, okay. and then we can move on to talking about Disney stuff. First of all, it was so ungodly hot. It was horrible. It was hotter it was than hot. Of the sun it, was it was horrible. Ninety-five degrees, ninety-five percent humidity every single day. The day we were at Animal Kingdom, uh-huh. the real feel was one hundred and one. Oh, so so just as we're talking about. <laughs> All of the stuff on the trip, just keep in the back of your mind. Mm. I love hot weather, and I was suffering a lot of the time. So, like, <laughs> just keep that in mind. The second thing, and and this is partly, I think, due to the lack of fast passes and things like that. It seemed so crowded everywhere all the time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You had to, like, I was talking to, to my mom. I just called her up one day in the afternoon after having been in a park, and I was like... You have to wait in line, longer lines than I've ever been in for everything. You know, you want to go to the bathroom, there's a line. You want to get a drink, there's a line. Food, line. Ride, line. I mean, and it was like really long lines. Like, I think one of the rides that I enjoyed most and had ridden for the first time this trip was Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I think we waited... 50 minutes the one time and like 90 minutes in the sun another time. The problem is these queues are so long that they're going into like, I know the one day we were, it was like Scott and our friend Albert, who's, it was his 40th birthday. So that's why we were there. Happy birthday, Albert. And um, our friend David and Scott and I were walking down Sunset Boulevard and the line for Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror were back to Anaheim produce. Yep. And you're thinking it's a hundred degrees outside and people are just drenched in sweat baking in the sun and the like it just makes you not want to like what is worth it like if we've done this before what is worth it right i would this was going to be my broader point but since you brought it up sure if doing attractions is why you're going i would not go right now wouldn't go into the parks yeah that's not to say i didn't have a fantastic time on the trip the company the eating and drinking and just hanging out the resorts were fantastic but the parks themselves and trying to do attractions is an and, awful experience. and i think that's kind of part of where i'm going here is that my tip to our listeners right now is if you are going to disney keep three things in mind one 
rope drop the attraction that you want to ride. Yeah. Make sure you have some dining reservations because I felt like dining reservations were gold on this trip. That was Absolutely. some of my, my favorite times because you can go in and sit someplace. You're not rushed. You don't feel like... respite from the heat. Yep. You, you don't feel like you're waiting. I mean, so much time is spent waiting right now with how they are structuring attractions and things like that that dining reservations are like gold at this point. Um, so I agree with you, Rob. I think if you're attraction-oriented, uh, it's, it's not the time to go. Yeah. And I, I felt for... The kids, it's like you know, they wanted to get on stuff, and and boy, they were patient. Yeah, because... they were troopers mm-hmm. because it was it was it was bad. It was real bad. I mean, so going on the safari the one day, we we waited longer for the safari than I think I've ever waited before. They were taking that line in places in Animal Kingdom that I didn't know existed. <laughs> yeah, we went back yeah, where the buses back. were. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, they had about four lines oh, up and back back there. God. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was like being in you know. I welcome the fans though. <laughs> oh yeah, that was beautiful. Nice. So so those two two things, the heat and the crowds, mm-hmm. kind of color a little bit of, of everything. What's now the that. Third thing? You said three things. Oh. Did I? I thought you said three. I kind of I kind of felt like or maybe you said uh, I want to make a list of top Maybe I did. Maybe maybe it'll come to me. But maybe it was design reservations. It could have been that I was I did, those were the things that I wanted to talk about first. Now, that being said, we did get There is a rooster in our neighborhood, guy. If you hear a rooster crowing, yes, that is that is real. That is not living with the land piping into our kitchen. <laughs> I live, and I sh- it should be said that Catherine and I don't live in like. I was gonna say we live in a neighborhood, a rural area. Like we live in like full on suburbia, and someone <laughs> in my neighborhood just has a rooster. <laughs> like, and it's and just based on like how faint it is, it's probably like three blocks away. But it's blaring. I couldn't even imagine if I lived next door to oh, the family. So uh-huh. You'd be eating chicken for dinner tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like chicken tonight. Yo, it is. It is ridiculous. Rooster's just the one you eat, right? Some chicken tendies. Yes. I no, I think the the hen. Uh, Who's having the sex with the hen? Wow, this got dark. There's the rooster, the chicken, and the hen. The rooster goes with the chicken. Stop. Okay. All right, Scott. Sorry to interrupt. That's okay. Um, you know, we did an episode a while back, which was ears and jeers, and I have to give ears to the um, Rise of the Resistance check-in system because we got it a couple of times with a large group, and if you get it, that is the best part of your day. Huh. The ride is awesome by itself. To me, though, the fact that you don't have to wait for it in a line is even better. Yeah, the second time that we got on it with like the huge, like our huge group. We walked through what will be the fast pass queue, and that goes right to the Ray Room. Like, yeah. like you walk, like, yeah. because the first time when we went on with Scott, like the first day it was just us, we snaked through the whole queue, okay. which is a long queue. Yeah. Um, but then that second time, we were just bada bing, bada boom, we went yeah. right, right on. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. I was like, because like, we've snake through that yes. queue and whatnot and I'm like, oh wow, that that was quick. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even notice that until you pointed yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. It's it that's when why we, So when we when we broke down on it when we were there in November, that's how they had us reboard and they were like, you don't have to walk through the queue. As yeah. if like that's like I would walk through the queue if I had to get on that <laughs> ride. Like I that's not a, that's not suffering for me. 
Um, but yeah, I guess that will eventually be the fast pass. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is why, why did they one have, day and then why? I don't the, know. Maybe the, it was the amount of people going saying, through. It does have to do with the the size of the group. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe yeah. we were one room, so they were just like just go because they didn't need to break us up. Uh, I, 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 yeah. I don't think I was paying attention enough to yeah. see if they were using both sides or what. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Now, just a comment about this, because I know we haven't talked about this ride because everyone was trying to Not keep spoiled. me out of the yeah. loop uh, for this going forward. I thought that one of the best things about this was the fact that they had really good cast member interactions throughout the ride. Um, not just, you know, not just the boarding, not just the queue. It felt like throughout the entire attraction, you had cast members who were playing a role and who seemed to be enjoying it, seemed to be committed to the part, and I love that on some of these rides. I think, you know, that gets lost easily if you don't have it, um, that you end up just kind of feel like you're going through the motions on a ride, and having somebody there to kind of pull you back in is so helpful. Now, the rest of it, obviously, I liked it as much as you would expect. It was really cool, um, obviously very grand. You know, the animatronics are really neat, but but I think for me it was made by some of those cast member interactions. That's absolutely true. That is absolutely true. And I feel like we had an easier time getting boarding passes than we did in the past. I feel like you had a good recommendation, which was to go with a large group because yes, you've got I a lot agree. of people trying yep. at the same time. Well, we had Matt. Yeah, well, and we Matt, Matt's finger fast, Matt. fast yeah. finger Blist, to get blistering uh, finger. <laughs> yeah, but I, I kind of imagine that that's the case. It's like you know when you're trying to check in for a southwest flight if you got a couple people doing it yeah and you're all in the same yeah that's true that's true so what else did you do that you liked well for the first um, time i did mention mickey and minnie's runaway railway i really enjoyed that i thought that was so cool um they now have as uh, we talked about the uh, pre-show back on for it uh and i thought this was super cute like there was the one part of this ride where it kind of completely encompasses you in like a almost an IMAX type of a thing I thought that was really neat um so this this ride gets a lot of stars for me I mean I know it replaced uh a beloved classic a beloved classic <laughs> but what they put there is is quite nice mm-hmm. um I tried uh brown derby for the first time uh, got a Cobb salad, if you can even imagine that. Oh, so on point. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was Robin, Robin Holly went for the first time, too. So let's yeah. open up the Brown Derby discussion. What'd you, What'd you uh, get? It was, it was excellent. It, it's a great, that is a great lunch spot. Yeah. Because it is hot in that park. It yeah. is dark in there, cool. Um, it's not stuffy. No. It, it, no. Like, it, 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 um, I wish we had a booth. Like we were like yeah. in, in the, the middle, middle of the room, yeah. it, you know, and it was just the two of us, Holly and I. Sure. So I get it. What did um, you guys get to eat or drink? Cobb salad. Mm. That's and what I got too. Did you get yeah. any protein or just plain plain old? Plain old. I, w- I was gonna add protein, but I'm like, eh. Nice. I added lobster. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, I got some drink. It, it it was like a peach peachy drink. Um, did you get that or did I get that? You must have gotten that because I, <laughs> I got that too. I got so a feature topping it off. Yeah, that, it's, oh, yeah. it's my one, yeah. one day yeah. topping it off. I forget <laughs> the name of it, but it was really good. Um, I really dig the decor. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great. I love um, the little derby, the derby uh, light fixtures. Yes, yeah. I took a picture They're of that. Right. I was like, oh, that's adorable. It's, I kind of want that in my house. It is. It's like fancy without being. That's what, yeah, that's right. yeah, like like it's nice and like it's classy. 
I enjoyed looking at like some of the old the caricatures, the caricatures and some of the old photographs. Oh yeah, the lobby is cool. Yeah. Like that whole I I I really like the Brown Derby was one that I was never too keen on, and within the last few years, that's really mm-hmm. risen. Mm-hmm. We my... found the Club Thirty Three entrance. Oh yeah, by the bathrooms, right? Mm-hmm. You guys weren't here for our discussion about what's the difference between a derby and a bowler hat. Which I think is, it came up because we were looking at the light fixtures, and we are like, they look the same. So we Googled it, and they are synonymous. However, it's referred to as a derby in the United States, and referred to as a bowler hat in England. In England, mm, Which is interesting that the uh, antagonist in Meet the Robinsons is called Bowler Hat Guy, <laughs> because hat the guy. movie takes place in the United States. So really... He should be derby guy. Derby, derby hat, hat guy. guy. Yeah. That would be great if they didn't meet and greet with him there. That would be so funny. Yeah, why don't they? <laughs> they should. That would be. That would be just yeah. Even if it was right outside. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, so that was so really good. So good reviews yeah. for Excellent. a brown yeah. derby. Yeah, yes. Okay. I'm trying to think of new things that I did. It was This was a, just a return for me. And, you know, the one place that I did not end up going was Magic Kingdom. Um <laughs> We you didn't go at all? Did not go at all. Oh, wow. There was the one night that you guys went over for fireworks where I was at the Tambu Lounge with Rob and Holly and I think Albert was yeah. there. Yeah. And we just ended up hanging out at Tambu Lounge. Washes. Yeah. Just kidding. For, hey, for the remainder fine. of the evening. But yeah, did not make it to Magic Kingdom. Don't We ended up sad. watching Happily Ever After at the Polynesian. Yes, It was really beach. nice how they piped oh, the cool. music in oh, yeah, that's on nice. the beach. And we had to see the electrical water parade. Yeah, mm-hmm. we saw that. The it's Tinkerbell. Excuse me. Oh, yes. From a distance yes. drop. It was nice. The boys enjoyed it. But that beach it's, got crowded, too. It, yeah, it got crowded. <laughs> there were a lot of people out there lining up to watch. But I was I, excited to get back to Polynesian. I saw Happily Ever, Ever, Ever After for the first time. Was that there? From the park. Oh. That surprises me. I've seen I it from the. Boys. I've, I've seen it from the contemporary. Yeah. I've seen it from the poly. I have never watched it from the park. Yeah. And so I did for the first time, and it was it was great. I love how wild people go for the things like like, and I love that there's like some obscure like Princess and the Frog. I think starts out the show, and I was mm-hmm. like, I love that music, and and then like music. at the end, Hercules kind of ends the show, and I love that music, and people were going freaking nuts. And when the Pirates of the Caribbean part went on, everyone was like going crazy. So <laughs> I just love when people get excited about things in big groups like that. And it just seemed like I everyone get goosebumps yeah, with that music. Yeah, everyone was excited for for that to come back. And the castle projections are yeah A plus plus. And mm. I've never really like I've seen like obviously the fireworks, and you can see like the top projection. We did that progressive dinner, and we watched it from, like, the fifth floor at the Contemporary. So, like, you could see some of it, but, like, the one where Quasimodo's ringing the bell, that's, like, in the middle of the castle. It's kind of hard to see, and we got to see it the day they put the 50th medallion on the castle, and they use that as part, like, they've incorporated that into the show. So that was cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I can't remember if you explained it, but how did they incorporate the, so the 50th? you could just tell that, like, the outline of, like, the circle was, like, part of the projection. Like, it wasn't just mm-hmm. over the project. Like, they used that circle as, like, like to have some action in it. So it was, it was cool. I liked it. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, one, thing, one other thing. I don't think my face lit up quite as much on this trip as when I discovered at the Tambu Lounge that you could get the bread pudding. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, you were very happy. Bread pudding, noodles, um, pot, pot stickers, wings, wings. You could basically get like Ohana without the meat, which is my favorite part of Ohana, not the meat. Yeah, I was I was in heaven. I had like almost an entire bread pudding to myself. Yep, I ordered it too. Pineapple, pineapple bread, hefty portion. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was. Do you have any idea how much it was? I have no idea. I know. I didn't even look at the bill. I so, didn't. <laughs> I was not checking much this trip. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering what. But that portion is insanely large. It is. It's definitely it. a two person yeah. job. They do like the caramel drizzle, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Ice cream. Next, mm-hmm. Ice cream. Wait, all mode, yeah. Now oh, I want oh. it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like good karma shined upon us that day at Tambu Lounge because we had a huge group with us and it was like I was like, there's no possible way we are gonna find seating for all of us. And they really set up Tambu in a more like efficient way mm-hmm. to seat more people because that whole top area was kind of empty and they just had a few like like two tops along the windows but they really added a lot of seating there so like if you have a big like they're like the high long high tops so Mm -hmm. we got one of those and it was like perfect and you know we were rolling with a big crew there so yeah we even got a table for the kids yeah and there was a a small a small table for the kids too so so props to tambu yeah yeah that was a nice it was a nice experience and we had a very like as busy as it was because it was super crowded our waitress was very attentive and very like and each time we were ordering three and four drinks right like it wasn't yeah yeah. as busy as the bar was it wasn't too too bad no given how many people oh yeah yeah i was expecting oh we're gonna wait an hour for these drinks but it was it was pretty efficient so, I awesome. literally forgot how much I love Polynesian. Oh, I love the Polynesian. I never forget, but yeah, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I this trip, I felt by, by Friday, I was like, I'm done with the parks. All I wanted to do was just hang out at the Polynesian. Mm-hmm. I think the highlight for my trip was Saturday, spending the day at the pool. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rob and I never do the pool. Yeah. We're always like, we're in the parks, go, you know, go, 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 yeah. go. And it was so nice to just enjoy that do you do the quiet pool with the cabanas we did we did we we didn't get a cabana but we did get a, a nice shaded table um yeah, i the, love DVC. that dvc pool oh that the, dvc the, pool the is... pool is great the bar there is great they have food, food. There. Oh, we, oh, yeah. we had no idea because nikki came over with the kids and they ordered uh takeout from captain cooks and um kona does takeout as well yep mm-hmm. yep um, but we didn't realize they had, ba- I mean, it's limited, but yeah, they yeah, have a cheeseburger, yeah, they yeah, have get... chicken tenders for the kids. I think they have wings on there. Um, so you could yeah. basically make a day I of love it the out Polyne- there. I mean, yeah. I think the Polynesian is my favorite resort. We did both pools. I felt the main pool was a little crazy for me. Right. Nikki and I were like, yeah, let's go back to the That's day. definitely more kid oriented, the um, main pool, because they have those like water it, features and the volcano, right? Isn't that the thing? The volcano pool. The volcano I would, uh, slide. Yeah. If that if that resort was at no. the Epcot resort area, I would not stay anywhere else. Yeah. It's just it's that great. The rooms are great. Yeah, it's fantastic. If only. I know. It's like once I got there, I'm like, you Y'all lost me. Yeah. <laughs> you know where to find me. Posting yep. up. Yeah. So. So, Scott, did you have anything else that you wanted to particularly yeah. highlight? Um, another thing that I thought was really nice. So, they're not doing the Eat to the Beat concert series. However, they are doing 
uh, the mariachi band and the Voices of Liberty on the stage, which I really enjoyed. The one day I was over there by myself, I was just kind of getting some drinks. I think it was a pool day for, for the rest of the folks, and I sat there. I watched a couple run-throughs of the uh, the mariachi band. What are they? Mariachi Cobra. Mariachi, mariachi Cobra. They're incredible. They are yeah. so good. It's so entertaining. Yes. Yeah, they and, are great. And the, you know, the thing I think about that, too, is... I really like that they're giving those groups the attention the that they deserve. Yeah. yeah, I mean, oftentimes that's kind of an afterthought. You know, you go to see the American Adventure. Oh, yeah, the Voices of Liberty here. You're walking through Mexico. There's Mariachi Cobra. Um, but this was actually, it was really nice. They got the attention on stage. They got the applause. They mm-hmm. And you could sit. It was shaded. Yeah. So I highly recommend. The shows are pretty close together. Mm-hmm. You can kind of plant yourself there for a while. And I'm sure those groups are psyched. They're getting they're oh, getting yeah. 38 special uh, numbers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're pulling down 38 special numbers. Plus, you're right there by America, so you can keep running back and getting uh, lobster rolls yeah, and beers. That's right. Yeah. So I, that was really nice. Um, we I, I guess we should talk about the the two dinners we did as a large group. Uh, the lunch and the dinner, I should say. Splitsville. Uh, I had an excellent experience there i thought they did a pretty good job with handling a large group oh yeah um the drinks i had were excellent i'm not gonna spoil those on just a regular episode here because it's topping offs in there but uh (laughs) yeah that was that that was a great i i love splitsville i think splitsville is such a hidden gem of like it just covers all the bases like i think there's something for everyone on that menu it's a fun atmosphere. Like, there's always availability. So, like, like Homecoming is great and probably my favorite restaurant down in Disney Springs. But, like, it's not as easy to get into with a big mm-hmm. group. And, like, so, like, I got to give major props to Splitsville. I just thought I, I really enjoy their food. And it's, like, it's nothing fancy, but they're really good at what they do. And that I appreciate that. And we could be, I mean, you didn't feel like you couldn't be loud and obnoxious. Not that we were, like, yeah. Know being idiots or anything yeah. but it wasn't like a, a really nice restaurant right. where you had to stay quiet yeah. or yeah yeah i thought that was really really a good choice for uh for a dinner the one evening and then the other uh birthday dinner that we did was over at Tepanado uh in japan and that was a weird experience for me. not not so much i mean obviously we had too many people for one hibachi grill it's weird they didn't set us across from each other i, I, yeah, I kind of thought why that too did, why did they not and like it was weird that like because we were all in like one line so it was like we were all on one side of a feast table that like we were so far away from each other and now our table got a free drink because they had such difficulty keeping us on the same schedule like oh, you, right. you guys got food and we hadn't even yeah. ordered yet right. i don't think so they did kind of comp us for that but it was it was odd like yeah we sat down at the same time we had a Reservation. reservation for our whole group yeah, yeah that was weird yeah, i thought was... they were short staff from a chef though. yes yeah, yeah it did seem that way yeah what the chef i guess yeah, the chef. our chef had only been there for four days really yeah you know the other interesting thing that i i noticed there was that they were putting up those plastic dividers <laughs> between people which you know at a certain point does it really matter that you're putting up a plastic divider between different parties? You you walk out of that restaurant and you're once again, like breathing right on top of people. Yeah. So like, I, I mean, I, I like the fact that they are 
conscious. trying that they're conscious of it, but it was kind of like, oh, don't do that. Just don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's that restaurant never like hits me over the head. Like it's nothing special, but like you know, we wanted to do something that we could all do together because it is such a challenge especially now that they're not seating restaurants like in full to Mm -hmm. all be able to eat at the same table or in the same area at the same time because that that was like killer not having like like i was so happy we had that splitsville reservation because it was needed that was hot that was a brutal day (laughs) that was a hot day i mean everywhere you walked you were completely drenched in sweat in a half hour's time or less. I mean, it, you walked out the door and you were... <laughs> Say, what's the point on putting makeup on? Yeah, I mean, it, it was brutal even at night. I mean, it, it was it was so nice. That's what I said. It, yeah. never, it never broke. No. That's true. Yeah, you were still feeling it even at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. I yeah. Felt, well, it's, I felt it's July. It's Florida. July in Florida. In July. Yeah, this is the first time I think I... I, I think the earliest, or I guess the latest I've been down in the winter or whatever was May, and then October. Yeah, it's so not, it would not be my choice to go down at this time of year. No. Not, not at all. But we were Live celebrating a birthday, yep. so he can't change his, he can't change his birthday. Um, anything else, Scott? I, like any? That's, I, I went to the boathouse. You guys didn't even touch on food and wine. Oh, that's yeah. true. I know we haven't really... The, the only thing with food and wine right now is it's still very strange how many places are not open. You, mm-hmm. you do have a limited selection. Now, some of the stuff that's open is really good. And we did have some excellent options there. Apple seed orchard. Oh, we, um, yeah. That was our that was our new France. China's open. That was China's good, yeah, as it usually is. Um, but there just aren't that many of the really good food places to me i think i was gonna say for me the heat like when it's that ungodly mm-hmm. hot who wants to eat yeah right like, i felt the to same get that way. cheddar cheese yeah. soup from I mean, uh, come on, Canada. Like, oh. and there's a lack of uh tree or you know shaded shade. spots yeah yeah i actually felt like i gravitated more to epcot on this trip than i usually do because I felt like, oh, I won't have to wait in line as long to do the stuff I want to do. Right. Like, I was like, okay, it's food and wine. Like, how long can these kiosks be? Like, I'd rather wait in line for, like, 20 minutes and get food and at least, like, do something than wait in line for 80 minutes on a ride that I've been on before. So, that was my, like, I feel like I was always like, all right, Epcot, it's it's fine. Like, let's go to Epcot. But, and, like, and we spoke about this last podcast, but they opened up the American Pavilion Rotunda for um, high, they have high tops. There's no, I don't believe there's any seated tables. There, is, there are seated tables. Oh, are they? Yeah. There are a few. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's nice and air conditioned in there. And I, I mean, I don't think that many people are utilizing. I feel like that we space. we should have utilized that more than we did, to be oh, honest. Yeah, I, I think agree. we did it once, but that was I, really nice. I think our big uh, secret that we're going to clue you all in on is uh, in Appleseed Orchard, which is the Canada theater. Um, if you walk through, like straight through the theater as you enter, there is a lovely <laughs> little shaded mm. seating area under where the waterfall is. And it is dark and cold and there are tons of seats 
And we were rolling with a group of like 10 or more every time we were there and there were seats for all of us. I would have been okay if we would have stayed there and just sent people out to hunt and gather. (laughs) It's not a bad idea, Holly. I actually thought the same thing. And if they had more kiosks open, I would definitely do that. Because you're within striking distance of fish and chips, of Ireland if it was open, Hawaii... We could easily send people out. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Maybe next time. That'll be a good option. Well, uh, Holly and Rob, is there anything that you guys wanted to specifically talk about? That Yeah, so we did uh, one of the restaurants. Uh, I don't think any of the five of us had previously been to. Um, and this was Cape May Cafe oh. at the Beach Club. Yeah, so this was uh, out of desperation more than anything. Um, we had no plans the one night, and everybody was sort of staying in. It started raining. We tried to stay at our resort. Oh, so uh, that brings me to another point. So we try, we do various things. At, at We were at Coronado, the beginning part of our stay. So we were going to go to Rick's Lounge. Lounge. Yes. Um, we walk up. It's crowded. It, yeah. It, and you say... But it's Holly and I, two people. So I say, table for two, we'll sit at the bar, whatever. And the hostess says, we can't seat you. Our, our restaurant can't keep up. Our kitchen. Our kitchen. Our kitchen can't keep up. Uh, first time at Disney, just was, I appreciated that yeah, for the sense of re- don't let us sit, sit and we're yeah, waiting because yeah. we were both really, really hungry at that point. Three Bridges was a no-go. The wait time was yeah, uh, ridiculous. Yeah. So... Uh, we ended up going to Cape May Cafe, just basically walked in there. Um, it's good. So it, traditionally, that you know, pre-COVID, that was a all-you-care-to-enjoy all you buffet, serve yourself. Now it's a all-you-care-to-enjoy, but they, they serve you the food. Okay. So you start with rolls and a salad, and then um, they give you the land portion of the meal. So that's steak, what, turkey? Chicken. chicken. Oh, yeah, chicken, mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. some vegetables. Good. Awesome. It was, you know, just, it, w- it was good. And then they give you a uh, fish boil, seafood boil. So, mussels, clams, shrimp, um, big pieces of, I think it was cod, but it sounds like they switch it out. Okay. Um, if you like fish. Cod um, was all yours. Yeah, with, <laughs> with, with potatoes, corn on the cob. It was really good. If you like, I love seafood. I love clams, mussels, all that stuff. Shrimp. Um, it's it's worth. I think it was forty eight bucks. Okay. But when you think about seafood, that's yeah. You that's could you true. could add on a lobster tail or um, crab legs for an additional. But you got for, There was yeah. more than enough. Um, you mentioned the dessert too, right? Oh uh, no, not no. yet. So then they give you a plate of desserts. Mm-hmm. Um, what was there about five or six different mm-hmm. bite-sized things? They had this Oreo cookie mousse thing that was just <laughs> insanely. It was, so the base of it, basically the the, <laughs> the 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 crust was an Oreo cookie, and then there was a oh like a cookie dough like Ugh. filling on top of it, and then they enrobed it in chocolate. Ensconced in velvet. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I could. I, we should have asked for more of those. Just, I mean, they gave you two of them, so uh-huh. you know, we each yeah, had sure. one. But like, probably could have just ate a whole plate of those. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, fabulous. it was insanely good. That sounds fun. But um, yeah, for like last minute, it was. I would recommend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I think you have to. 
if you don't like seafood, if you're not going to eat that stuff in the boil, probably not stay away. Yeah. But yeah, I don't do clams and mussels. Yeah, that you, makes you ate the shrimp, okay. but you and you ate a lot. Of the, the you like the steak, the chicken. The chicken was really good. Yeah, mm -hmm. really yummy. Good. Um, that sounds good. So that was it. we we did um, at Animal Kingdom uh, Flame Tree Barbecue for lunch. Had it, it's been oh, quite memories. a while. Yeah. Just so good. Um, <laughs> we split a sandwich and uh, mac and cheese with pulled pork on top of it. Wow. A huge portion. Like, so what is that? Right I think we had, <laughs> yeah. was that like 10 or 11 bucks. Yeah. Um, you know, and f I mean, that, that thing was enormous okay. um, for a lunch portion. Um, what else did we do that? Yeah, we did the Brown Derby. Mm -hmm. uh, Holly had her first uh, go at Narcuzzi's. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that restaurant. Um, I dream about that dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was mm. uh, incredible. Um, Trader Sam's. We were able to get into Trader Sam's. Um, again, we did these things with Matt and Catherine, we should say. Um, Scott was already out of town. I know. Um, Sad. Yeah, so I guess the recommendation with Trader Sam's is um, we tried to go there the previous Saturday. Do we? Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. Saturday. Um, so I'll try and explain this as quickly as you can. Opens at 3. They start taking names at 2.30. For a virtual queue, but people are lining up for the virtual queue. I went down there at one o'clock and it was eighteen to twenty-four deep mm -hmm. already. So we so reassessed. It's not really a virtual queue because what's that? Virtual queue would imply Do you, have you to, don't have to physically be there. Do you well, have to be? It's a yeah. You have to be there to get into the virtual queue. Is that how it works? Correct. Okay. You have okay. to go there to sign up. Okay. So it's, but then it becomes. You know, so it's like the Cove Bar, like back in the where they take your name and, and you then can leave. You leave. Correct. Okay. But right. how they early do they open up to so you can do that? Two thirty. So the so the bar opens at three. They don't start taking the names till two thirty. But theoretically, you could up. line up at the door yeah. as early as you want. Correct. Yeah, right. You could line up at nine a.m. And I, that's and I, where I was like, I, and I did. I, I when I, I went it. down there, I went to pick up Tonga toast from Captain <laughs> Cooks at <laughs> like ten, and I was like, oh, I just stuck my head down the hall just to see was anybody waiting there yet? Because I read a, a, a article online that somebody just recently wrote. So nobody was there at ten. I go down there at one, and again, it's two dozen deep. So. <laughs> We decided to bag that, but then the next day, Sunday, I went down there. What was that? Uh, when I texted you about four. Mm -hmm. So the rest, the, the bar was already open. Go put my name in at four o'clock, and the woman tells me it's about a five-hour wait. Which, when you're staying there, it's not a big deal. Right. And, and based on our reservation for dinner, it was almost going to be perfect if it was a five-hour wait. Um, we were at Narcuzzi's and we get the text saying, come, your, your table's ready or your, you could come into the Grog Grotto. Um, we showed up, I think it was 37. It's a half hour. I, yeah. It's 31 it, minutes. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. I saw it on the iPad. We were in yellow or red or something. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't say anything. I mm -hmm. mean, it wasn't didn't like. say a, a thing. Yeah. No so we showed no up quite a, you know, we were finishing up our meal. At, we probably would have sat there another 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Had we not had that text, but we were close. Yeah, to we were like, we might as well just get our check and go, so we can do it. Yeah, and we walked from Narcuzzi's all the way to uh, Trader Sam's, um, and we had a lovely time in there. They 
Was that the first time you sat with random people? Yeah, it, yeah, because I feel like they used to seat you specifically that's what somewhere. I too. But they were like, we encourage sharing. So there were two people sitting at that huge booth in the corner, and like he didn't avert his eyes when I looked at him, and I made eye contact with him, and I was like, we're coming, and he was like, oh, come on in. And the people we sat with were really, really nice, so it was it was a good experience. He didn't avert his I know, eyes I was, when I looked. I was thinking, like, you are not going to be those two people who took up that huge yeah. space, and there's four of us, and there were two ta- two chairs, and... They were looking for a conversation. Oh, yeah, they were definitely it. nice. It was yeah. super, super nice. So, yeah, yeah we, was, we tried the secret menu. Oh, yeah, definitely oh. look that up, because yeah, we got some good stuff. <laughs> I was disappointed with mine. I liked mine. My tongue was just gone. Just oh, gone. Oh, boy, that's some blue, blue curacao. curacao tongue. BCT. There is one thing over at the Polynesian I was really disappointed, and who here had who here has had Tonga toast? I have, I have never not. had Tonga I have toast. Not. I don't know if it was my imagination, but I remember. I don't know if this might be a Ohana thing, but with the Tonga toast, you get like this strawberry sauce mm-hmm. that that you put on it. Yeah, and it, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. He went and got me Tonga toast, and he comes back with maple syrup. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like. <laughs> No strawberry no. sauce, and I'm like, oh, I was really disappointed. Oh, that's about because right. I feel like that really enhances. Yes. Okay, so when we had it, we had it sit down at Kona Cafe. Or was it I Captain o- Cooks? I ordered this recent time from Captain Cooks. Mm. So I'm trying to pull up the menu, and it's apparently not working. I so I'm wondering, if that's, I'm wondering if that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Because hmm. I always thought there was a, that strawberry sauce went with it, and it was. Mm. Oh, I did try the um, chocolate-covered bacon at Kona Isle, uh-huh. um, which is right outside of Kona Cafe. Yeah, it's the like the sushi. Is, yeah, it's like it's a, a sushi um, counter. It's like a Starbucks, really. Yeah. They have uh, <laughs> yeah. coffee and drinks and stuff. Right. Holly did not like it. I thought it was really good. Okay. It was right up my alley of the, the salty-sweet combo. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the one. The other one I could have done. Yeah, that. so they have different versions. Uh, they have a dark chocolate a, like a spicy one with like chili f- pepper or some chili. Huh. What did you get? The dark chocolate and then they have a seasonal which was pineapple and coconut and chocolate. Interesting. That wasn't too bad. I didn't. I'm not a big dark chocolate yeah. fan. Um, but for it's four bucks and you get two. They're like fused together. But it's a huge. It, you could easily pull them apart and, okay. and share it. So, like for four bucks, it was a good snack. I thought. Okay. Not but. without ripping the chocolate. <laughs> yeah. I was carefully trying to. I needed like a scalpel. <laughs> I was like, I make sure the portions are fair now. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, yeah. We did lunch at uh, Casey's in the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Always great. That was a cluster because it was raining. Oh. Trying to find a, t- mm. I mean, it's, that's always it's, bad. It's just bad through there. They oh, don't yeah. let you go through um, to the Emporium. Shot. Yeah, they shut that down. They have it roped off. Yeah, um, so it, I mean, it was, it was. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Yeah, food and wine. Nothing really. The, the only thing that I would say was that was worth mentioning was from the noodle exchange. Um, Were you sweated? I was. It was hot to begin with, and then on top of this, I had it was the shrimp and coconut curry rice noodles with shiitake mushrooms and bait and Thai basil. Um, unbelievably, it was a good spicy, not like 
I want to die spicy. Yeah, like just good heat. Like, mm-hmm. um, and it, I mean, it is it, the, the flavor was all there. It's a huge portion, but you're gonna sweat. It's just yeah. you're just gonna <laughs> you're sweat. Gonna you're gonna sweat. There's mushrooms in all of them, and I don't do mushrooms. Oh, okay. it, it's not like an allergy thing. It's just you just don't no. care. So I just don't care for fungus. Like I just don't care <laughs> for it. And I, I I asked the cast member. I'm like, is there a way I can have it without mushrooms? And she's like, oh, is this an allergy thing? And I'm just like, yeah. If, if it'll yeah not put mushrooms in, yeah. she's like, well, I would have to contact the cook. Oh wow. And I'm like, I, it's never, mind, never, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Abort, abort. <laughs> JK, JK. Um, but it looked good. It was, it was extremely delicious. Um, but other than that, nothing really blew me away at Food and Wine. See, well, Japan blew me away. Oh, yeah. Holly, why don't you talk about what you really Oh, my liked? gosh. The shrimp tempura santol. It was amazing. It, okay, so it's a bun. It's like the lobster roll bun. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then on the bottom, it's like, I want to say like a crab salad. Mm-hmm. And then you have on the top the shrimp tempura, and then it's covered with eel sauce. And at first I'm like, eel sauce? Like, that's, whoa. Yeah. But then it was delicious. (laughs) I must have had three of them. Sounds amazing. It looked really good. I had like three of them. And (laughs) I think that was the highlight. That I will be going back for that, for sure. I recommend definitely try it because it's a good portion. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of heat, uh, I tried the hot beef sandwich oh, yeah, in America. Well. Ooh, that? that'll clean out your, any, <laughs> any sinuses. Yeah, that Should've was, brought one for yeah, yeah. Take, take a doggy bag home. But yeah, uh, it was, it was really good. I, I can tolerate hot. I thought that was really hot. Like I, like that real, like those pickled vegetables were spicy. You need to mix that with the lobster roll with the... Uh, yes, with like some of like the mayonnaise. Uh-huh. Like just, Interesting. I, I didn't think it was You didn't that. think I, I mean, It could have been just... My serving. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt like I let Matt finish mine the one day we were there because I was like, ooh, this is too much for yeah, me. Yeah, I didn't find it really crazy Oh, spicy. really? Okay. I meant to try that. It was very good. I just didn't it get... Was, it was really good. America, man, they've, they've got it. They've got it right. Lobster roll <laughs> was very hit or miss. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I agree. You, some portions were now, small, some yeah. portions were really My first big. portion, I'm like, what is this? Like, <laughs> yeah. seriously? And then the next portion, it was like, holy lobster bat, man. Like, yeah, like I got there's a, a lot. I got a wimpy portion for each of mine, which is uh, upsetting. It is. I also tried the uh, the cheese tart on the in the inside, like in the rotunda of America. Oh, that was, was that so... Good. Uh, sure, yeah. Did you try is it, something? Is it mushroom? Just, it's wild mushroom and truffle tart with uh, gruyere and creme. It's not. creme fraiche. Yeah. Creme fraiche. Yeah, so I had it too. It was good. good. Yeah, that was I like so mushrooms good. Though. That was real good. I felt like I drank more than I <laughs> ate more at Food and Wine, but like going back, like when it's the surface of the sun hot, like I just I <laughs> yeah. can't. Ugh. I had about like 10 sake, violent sakes. <laughs> that was like my, like, we'd come in the international gateway and I'm like, I'm going to Japan. Meet you there. I um, was enjoying the um, the strawberry and lime uh, beer that they had in, at Hops and Barley. Um, I'm known for my love of coffee beer. Um, and I said, 
I wonder. So what they have on tap now is the coffee hard cider. I don't know. I had one. I if you took. You could have given me a hundred guesses. I would have never said there was coffee in it. Oh, really? Yeah, I couldn't taste it. It was mostly just a cider. I had one, too. I didn't like it at all. So, yeah. Matt, did you have anything you wanted to talk about? (laughs) No. No? Okay. (laughs) Cool. I tried... I I think Scott kind of said this earlier. I tried the boathouse for the first time. Oh, my gosh. That is going to be a spot I will 100% return we had the best waitress. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Um, I loved that she gave us alternatives. She was talking about how their crab cakes and their burgers are like the size of like a plate. They're huge. And when we were talking about like, oh, I was looking for a burger, but I'm not going to be able to eat a plate sized burger. And she was like, well, I can actually make the kids version just like zhuzh it up for you, which was mm. amazing. And still, it was still too much food. Amazing. That food was so good. And then... The one evening, um, I after I saw Happily Ever After, I went down to Disney Springs and we went to the bar in the back of the boathouse. Outside, right? Very nice. Like, just, like, great atmosphere. You're on the water. Like, kind of reminds me of Jock Lindsay's when you're in that, like, boat area. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, nice views of the water and just, like, it was, it was awesome. I would definitely go back there. Um, the other thing that I tried um, for the first time, which I guess was technically considered their brunch, but I only drank, was City Works. So for their brunch, they have a really interesting brunch menu, and I kept seeing them like pop up on reservations. And I was like, eh. like I like City Works, but it's not like I'm not like I gotta go there. <laughs> um, but we went there after we like actually ate brunch at uh, Wine Bar George, which is always delicious but at city works they do a sangria no uh mimosa flight oh and it was so good and you get there's like nine choices and you get to pick four (laughs) and then they give it to you in like uh like a wrought iron like device like a three bridges yes um and oh my gosh they had one that was tropical and it was so good it was like it tasted like uh like hawaiian punch Ooh. it was so good i didn't good. think that's where you were gonna no go. it was it was that color it was like the bright uh. red and it was delicious i also did a bellini and then i decided to go outside of the box and i did an aperol spritz mimosa mm. and that was fabulous <laughs> Um, and I tried something else that had like basil floating in it. <laughs> I forgot which one that was, but it was so good. And like the portions were pretty hearty that like, it took me over like an hour and a half to drink all four. Like I, I was, and I wow. can, I can drink a mimosa pretty fast. So, How big were they? Um, I want to say like seven ounces, maybe six or That's seven. Like good. they were, they were pretty, I mean, they weren't like the full size glasses, but they they were, and oh my gosh, our bartender there was amazing too. So we had a lot of really outstanding service, you know, given the situation yeah. that things are definitely understaffed and, yeah, you know, it was, yeah. it was definitely something I... Do, so did you just walk up there or... Oh yeah, it's never busy there. <laughs> um, we sat at the bar. Okay. Uh, so that was, you know, I think we could have gotten a table though. Yeah. Um, it was definitely... Oh, it was a sangria mimosa. That's what the floaty stuff was. Um, yeah, it was 
absolutely delicious. Um, yeah, so definitely City Works. Good, interesting brunch. I think it's called the Rock and Roll Brunch. All of their things mm. are named after uh. like music things. Oh. Like there's like rock and bacon and like <laughs> how rocking is that? <laughs> how rocking is that bacon? Yeah, I. Um, yeah, there's always, that's a great spot to just go up and sit at the bar. Yeah. I feel like every time I've been there, we've just yeah. gone to the bar and that they've got a nice, nice, uh, nice. Yeah. I feel amount. this trip, man. My liver needs like a major <laughs> detox. Yeah. I just felt, Ooh. I felt worn down. In fact, I did get sick at the end of this trip and finally starting to feel better. It was, uh, it's definitely like so hard. Like I felt bad because I felt like I didn't really, like, what did I really do on this trip? Like it wasn't like we didn't get on it. Like I didn't get on Toy Story by Wayne. I didn't get on Space Mountain. I didn't get on Seven yeah. Dwarves. I didn't get on Peter Pan. I like, I didn't get on a single ride in the Magic Kingdom. Um, like, <laughs> so, and I didn't get on some of my favorite rides in some of the other parts. I feel like we did Epcot really See, well. Part of that too, though, I think I feel like Disney is to blame yeah. for yeah. Lack of fast passes, the park Increase. reservation system, Ugh, like the, they that. have it set up for you to mm. fail right now. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, until they fix that, you're going to continue to have that problem. Yeah. The park reservations, I, after this trip and like trying to coordinate with such a big group, I really hate. Yeah. Like I will, I will say I hate it. Like, because there were days that. I wouldn't go out in the mornings and I just got in the evenings and it was like, Oh, I have animal kingdom today. So like hope I can switch it to Epcot. So I don't have to go to animal kingdom and check in and then Uber to Epcot. Like it was just a pain. Um, and it's yeah. not like it made the parks feel less crowded. Right. So it's not like it's serving any kind of, you're, well, for us anyway, it doesn't feel like it's serving a purpose to reduce the crowds because every place was jam packed. Yeah, it's just adding inconvenience. Capacity definitely increased since the oh, last absolutely. like holy moly. Oh yeah, this last trip, I'm like, oh, I'd be interested to see. Do you think they're at 100 percent? It felt like 100. Yeah, it felt no different than previous. Years. I mean, they may yeah. not they may not have 100 percent of what their actual listed capacity is, but I bet it's the same capacity. Or, yeah, I bet it's yeah. the same number of people that were there before. Yeah, it it just did not feel reduced in any way. Correct. I mean, there were. I mean, like, I, I always feel like Epcot just feels less busy because it's so big. But like, yeah. Uh, you can know. spread out more in Epcot. Yeah, like, like Hollywood Studios was crowded. You know you what drove me nuts at Hollywood Studios is the bathroom line, the women's bathrooms. <laughs> I literally had to wait in line in a long line just to use the facilities. That's a bummer. I've never seen like every bathroom there. I, I was going like, to the bathroom there. Me? I was so dehydrated. I probably I, wasn't going. <laughs> you need a fast pass. I was fine in Epcot, maybe because their bathrooms are a little bit bigger. Yeah. but hmm. the bathrooms I was using. There was a line. Wow. Like, okay, we're just going to stand and wait. Yeah, it was yeah. insane. Anyway, all right. Well, anybody else have any final, final points they'd like to make? Matt, nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> About the trip? Yeah, Matt was sick this trip. I know. He we needs lost a redo. He. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what stinks is we waited in line for that brioche ice cream sandwich, and it's TikTok famous now, and I think that's why I was out. Um, the girl behind uh, us was like, this is the TikTok thing. And I was like, no, this is better. <laughs> this is good before TikTok. It'll be good after TikTok. TikTok. So, yeah. 
Uh, that was a bummer. We waited in a very long line. And, and then, then they had no... And then and there was no, like, communication that, like, I wouldn't have waited in a 30-minute line. And a bunch of people, I'm sure, behind us were waiting for the same thing. I didn't get anything. I went and got yeah. a beer. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, any last call items? Yeah. Go I ahead. I have one. Okay. What do you got? Catherine and I watched The Jungle Cruise yesterday evening. And I loved it. I loved it. And I'm hypercritical of not <laughs> just movies in general, but like especially of Disney live action movies. I don't know the last Disney live action movie that I've really liked. And I'm just gushing over this movie. I'm not a huge fan of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and that's probably the biggest comparison that you can make because it's an action comedy blockbuster based on an attraction. And I just thought it was so good. Like, the, it was funny. It was, like, ridiculous. And they leaned into the ridiculousness of, of it of it all. Like, almost, like, to the point of, like, slapstick ridiculous set pieces. And the attraction references were tasteful, I thought. I just can't say enough good things about the Jungle Cruise movie. I like it. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I haven't it's, seen it yet. It's really, really good. It's sixty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. Well, they can screw off. Yeah, I really, I really. The audience it. has it at ninety-three. Oh, well, critics. there you go. Yeah, yeah, I love those critics. Also, if you haven't started watching Behind the Attraction, I was gonna say, get uh, on it. That is so good. I've watched it twice now in a row. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah, uh, the, we watched two episodes. Yeah, we watched the Jungle Cruise one was very. I really liked that episode. Me too. I feel like I didn't learned know, a lot. Yes, I feel like I learned a lot of stuff that I yeah. didn't know before. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, like there was just a lot that I like. I didn't know about that tree in the queue. Like, I yeah. never knew about that. Did uh, the you, Dominguez tree. I I watched three of the five and. There's more, right? They they announced ten, didn't they? Oh so, yeah, because there is transfer. So there's only five out right now. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So my favorite of the three was Space Mountain. So haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about. It, it's interesting how open the Imagineers are about certain things. And I don't want to... It's I, because it's so new, I don't want to yeah, say, say it on I here watched, either. Uh, I watched the Star Tours one. Okay. I felt the exact same way. Actually, I was describing to Matt, and I was like, I need to talk to Rob about this, because I will be interested to hear your opinion. That's the... That's... I didn't have watch that. Have you watched that? that? Okay. I didn't watch well, that Well, I, I will be terror. interested to hear what you think of the Star Tours one, because I thought it was an right. interesting portrayal of... Uh, Lucasfilm. Okay. Like I, I felt like I've watched oh, the Star Tours like one. like I thought it was more daring than Disney usually is, like more critical, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I was really kind of shocked by it. And there was something else that was said too that again I don't want to ruin it, okay. but it was it was almost a throwaway line, and I don't know if maybe the guy miss he didn't misspeak because. He elaborated on what he said, but I know I'm sounding very dramatic. Like, here, but I, you I drive me nuts. You cannot watch something in order. It's like, no, we're going to do this one, and then we're going to jump to, like, four, and then we're going to go back to two. 
That's what I did too. I started with Star Tours, which is episode four. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, Star Star Wars started with episode four, so yeah. that's appropriate. Yeah, they, the Tower of Terror one was really interesting. Too. I, that is the one I'm most excited to watch. Joe Rody is in that one, and that's okay. all I'm gonna say. I'm not okay. gonna give anything else away, but okay. Yeah, they're really interesting. I mean, it's like kind of seems like a continuation yeah. of One Day at Disney that you're getting like a lot of great like yeah. old footage. And yeah, that's what I said to Holly. I said uh, it was nice to see the old footage of these Imagineers that you only hear of, yes. but you never really yeah. seen. Yeah. They, they include a lot of. Uh, at the time, I uh, just old videos. Yeah, right? I, I know there were some that I was like, "Oh, I've definitely seen that photo before." But then, like, um, oh my gosh, the Haunted Mansion one. Yeah, like Exotensio. Yeah. I never seen him speak. Oh really? Or paid attention to okay. like, the, the extent <laughs> yeah. that which he's featured in. There. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anything else, guys? Not for today. All right. Well, cheers. 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 Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.